Welcome to Life on Earth, the Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace, and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. We are in Colorado, Durango. Um, Yesterday, I went skiing. The mountains are so beautiful here. Um, Last fall, I was here. I think it was around September and all the leaves were changing colors. We went hiking. Um, I'm completely in love with this town. And uh, when I was here, my last visit, um, I went to Uray, this magical little town. And as I was doing this um, cave steam, <laughs> really amazing stuff. We'll talk more about it. Uh, oh, yeah, it's called how do you pronounce that okay the wind spot and it's a hot spring spa lounging um i came across this beautiful magazine and it's called epic and i started reading it read all the articles um reached out to lisa and she was kind enough to mail me a bunch of the magazines from 2000 16 to New Orleans and I shared it at my yoga studio everyone loves it I have it at my house I subscribed to 2017 and I harassed Lisa and asked her to please have a podcast with me today as I'm in Durango we just had to have it happen so I'm excited to be here with Lisa and Lori and this is Epic Magazine we are at the their location for editing so hi guys hey Natalie thanks so much for having us hi there hi can you say your name John's here too yeah John's here too John's been my boyfriend he's been he's been assisting with podcasts thanks for all the engineering stuff (laughs) uh Anyways, can you say your all's name, please, so everyone can know you? Yeah, I'm Lisa Byrne. And I'm Laurie Gambacorda. And we're the, the co-publishers, and I'm the editor of Epic Magazine. And Epic stands for Empowering People, Inspiring Community. Wow. That's so beautiful. Um, I, um, everyone knows by that's listening to the podcast probably by now but I have a yoga studio and I'm a yoga teacher I teach meditation getting into Reiki conscious living upraising the energy the vibration of the planet is my mission on this earth so in this life incarnation at least in this body temple so I'm super inspired by this magazine and there are days in my life um that I sometimes wake up and I don't have a lot of energy either because I've been teaching a lot of my, my trainings or, you know, traveling, whatever. And when I get my hands on your magazine and I read one or two articles, I'm like all pumped up again. So thank you for that. <laughs> it's super special. Awesome. Thank you for that. And, and we're uh, soul sisters with you because that's our mission too, is to uh, uplift humanity and raise consciousness. And that's kind of how the magazine came about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you that now. So um, that's kind of why I really wanted to interview you guys and have you on my podcast, because this is literally everything that this podcast is about. And so I wanted to ask you guys, um, I think you said six years ago, more or less when you started, 
what is it that inspired you to in in this beautiful you know mission statement creating this organization this community of epic magazine um so when we moved here almost 12 years ago lisa and i um, have a healing practice called h2o holistic health options and we kind of looked around for a place to advertise and um we're looking for something that was community oriented and really focused on health and spirituality and sustainability and it just didn't exist so yeah we knew that there was a, a huge community of people that we call innerpreneurs um, people that uh, have their own business but really want to make a difference using their heart and their passion and their soul and we wanted to tie those people together with anyone searching to improve their life life and uh, one day I just woke up and I heard epic empowering people inspiring community and I thought I'll tuck that away and then as Lori and I kept uh, approaching well where do we advertise how do we tie these people together it just kind of came clear to us that um, we should consider starting a magazine and we thought the name was cool and we thought here's a way we can tie all of those community-oriented uh, businesses together with people that are searching to be empowered and inspired and improve their life. And I'm sure you both met so many people through the magazine, right? <laughs> yeah, we've met um, tons of amazing people, um, not only here in Durango, but other people like yourself who mm -hmm. have come through on vacation and they've picked up the magazine and they are avid readers and subscribers and they also um, can contribute content. Um, people are able to um, offer articles and artwork and recipes and those kinds of things to share to raise consciousness. Yeah. So I want to get into a little bit of like this uh, Peace Earth mission that we all have. But before we do that, I want to kind of touch base on some lo logistics for the magazine. Um, the By the way, if ev anyone hasn't, if you don't have it yet, you have to have it. So you can also go to the website. Can you tell them what's the website? Sure. It's epicmag.org. Okay, and on the website you can read tons of articles, and you usually is it the last edition? One of them is there, right? Because sometimes when I log in, I see. Yeah, we have a, a digital flipbook so that you can read the current edition on there, and we also have all the past issues. And then separately, we have um, blog posts and articles and recipes, and we have a section called Ask the Oracle, which is spiritual guidance um, for everyday living, basically. Mm -hmm. And we have um, a few other pieces that are empowering inspiring um epic recommends books movies cds to help raise consciousness so there's a whole different um array of features that people can benefit from if they take a take a look through the magazine i got a couple of cds from from your suggestions and i use it in my yoga classes so i love that cool. <laughs> thank you yeah um, so how does one go about, how do you pick your articles? Because the articles are so inspiring. That's one thing that kind of stood out to me. How do you pick your articles for your magazine for each edition? I think they come out every two months, right? right. So how do you go through that process? So part of the bigger philosophy of tying the community together um, is having the content actually come from the community members themselves. So these are people who 
in a variety of ways are also working to raise consciousness, mm-hmm. um, whether they be a practitioner of some kind. Um, so the articles come from them. And we actually put the magazine together very organically. We don't do themes like some magazines do Mm -hmm. and we kind of just let the community send in what they're going to send in and it kind of comes together organically that's so cool yeah and the platform the magazine is all educational in nature and not Mm -hmm. advertorial so people can offer content without running ads they can run an ad without offering content we want to make sure that everybody kind of has a voice um and there's so much wisdom in everybody's community and everybody's soul, really. So mm-hmm. we wanted to just make it where it's um, available for people to share their their perspectives and their own wisdom and knowledge about conscious living. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that you you said about um, the educational and keeping the advertisement separate is really important because my background. Um, I've been teaching yoga for a while, but my background, I did go to school for journalism. And one thing that is a really sort of turn off for me and nowadays when I'm reading publications is how it seems like completely biased. And it's so obvious that somebody's paying for, um, you know, what is written, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But then it kind of takes this artistic and more organic feel out of the equation in the picture. And myself as a yoga a studio owner, I have a studio in my trainings, I will have different magazines that will reach out to me and say, and they'll leave the, usually this really sweet message. Oh, we really want to have you. You're the best. It's the best studio, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, call me back. Now I kind of know, but before I used to call back and then it's like, it's $2,000 and you can be in my magazine. And I'm like, well, I'm a small business, you know, I can't really do that. So it's not like a possibility for me. So and then, you know, and they'll, and they'll release the whole um, teacher training issue or yoga issue. And we're not there because sometimes I just don't have the money to be there. And that's just crazy to me. <laughs> I mean, I agree. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that format. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we wanted to do things a, a little bit differently. And um, we just think that, you know, the, the readers are smart. You know, a lot of our readers uh, have postgraduate degrees. And so our philosophy is really more one of resonance, you know, that it, if somebody writes a good educational piece, that the readers resonate with it and that that's how the author ends up getting contacted, you know. And um, I think that just kind of fits <laughs> fits more into our philosophy and the bigger picture of raising consciousness you know nobody's trying to kind of hard sell anybody about anything it's really all about you know various things we can do um, to raise our consciousness and whether that's through uh, an article about spirituality or something on sustainability you know um, they're all related to us but it's interesting when we come across different people how there can still be this sort of artificial separation. You know, you might find somebody writing on sustainability or somebody writing on health who really um, in their own awakening hasn't quite addressed their own spiritual piece. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of the the design and the mission too is, you know, we really want people to understand that crossover 
personally for Lisa and I, in our healing practice, we, you know, we believe that we're vibrational beings living in a vibrational universe um, and that we're here to evolve and wake up. And that does include increasing our vibrational frequency. And so, um, so it's interesting, you know, to maybe have somebody who is a very vocal or expressive on an environmental issue and yet maybe they haven't really, you know, connected to that spiritual piece inside themselves. So that mm-hmm. that's a part of what we're doing too. And conversely, you know, we have uh, people who are more driven to be meditating every day, all day long, but then maybe they are not um, in tune yet with all the crises we have around the environment or around GMOs and what their diet is. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have, you know, our hope and mission is that as we bring these three pieces and components together, that everybody recognizes that our health and our spirituality and our sustainability are all interconnected. And as we view all of those pieces, we raise our consciousness and the vibration of the planet together as one humanity. I love that. Thank you for saying that. Um, I'm going to switch gears a little and ask you guys. Um, so why Durango, Colorado? What What do you love about this place? Well, I think you already said <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the podcast how amazing it is. I mean, there's yeah. there's mountains, there's a river, there's like-minded, amazing people. Um, it's a it's a college town, so there's um, lots of culture. I mean, we have a a very small town, yet we have three health food stores here, farmers market. You know, people are really um, just open-hearted. And people here to me seem that they're um, at least, you know, most of them really tapped into this like higher vibration. I also believe that it might have something to do with the location of it on the planet. I think there are certain places like Sedona and Hawaii, you know, that have really high vibration. And I, I can feel it when I come here. Do you guys feel it? Totally. <laughs> and there's, you know, many indigenous cultures that um, have been here and that are still here. There's a lot of sacred sites nearby, um, Mesa Verde, Chimney Rock, um, on and on and on. We're not that far from Chaco Canyon or uh, Canyon of the Ancients. So those those beings, uh, their imprint on the, the earth and, and their resonance still is here with us. And I think, you know, we like to think that we are the ones that we waited for, and, and all of us are kind of coming back here as a tribe. I love that. To I feel, for some reason, I feel connect, so connected to here from the first visit I, I've been here. It's just kind of crazy. It's like a past life thing, you know? We found our way yeah. that way, too. Do you want to you tell quickly yeah. how we yeah. found our way? Yeah, from having I would love to hear that. It, you know, it's kind of a long story, so I'll, I'll give you the shortened yeah. version. But That's why I handed her the mic. She'll shorten it. Okay. Shorten yeah, it. yeah. Um, <laughs> when we'll do a whole podcast on it one day (laughs) before we moved here from the east coast lisa and i owned a metaphysical store in newtown pennsylvania called solutions for daily living and um every year in denver there was a show inats the international new age trade show and so we had come out to colorado a couple of times and one time we just came out for a vacation and a woman that um channeled in the store because we all we all always did events as well as having the the merchandise she channels the archangel Raphael, mm-hmm. and we happened to be coming in this area to pagosa actually and she's like oh my sister lives in durango 
here's her number and and we met her sister and it felt like we'd known her for years and years and she said oh you guys are going to move here and you know at that time we had only had the store about three years and we had no intention whatsoever of moving Uh, but spirit had another plan (laughs) and you know over the next she saw that oh wow and over over the next you know the course of the next year we just kept getting message after message from spirit colorado 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 and you know it so many things that if i told you all of them you actually would probably think that i was making them up but (laughs) literally sign after sign after sign and we finally just decided to listen to spirit and when we did everything fell into place for us um somebody you know who had been a longtime customer and loved the store essentially said, you know, I'm, I'm buying it. And um, <laughs> things just lined up. Wow. And we found ourselves here. That is amazing. Wow. And it's really cool. Cause she, she now has moved the store um, directly across a little river directly across from the location we were at. And she bought a new um, like Victorian house there. And mm. so the store has grown to like, three or four thousand square feet now and she has all kinds of events and oh wow so, so the store is still there where is the store it's in newtown pennsylvania what's it called it's called solutions s-o-u-l that's awesome yeah solutions for daily living so wow it's, it's kind of cool to see it continue to grow oh yeah i'm yeah. sure because that's one of the yeah i have a business myself and i i think about that you know even because yeah. if you have to even if you have another opportunity and you have to let it go, it's, it's your baby. So it kind of, there's a weird feeling about if you have to like shut it down or something, hopefully I'll never have to go through that either, (laughs) but we'll see. And we need, we need all of, you know, you said why Durango and it's like, I think, you know, we were called to be here and some other people will, will be called to be in a particular location. And it's, you know, it's our mission as light workers, right. To be, who we can be in those areas and I think it's just throughout the world we have all these different light centers and um one thing that you guys said about um I think I would hope for everyone to really pay attention to this in your life and I do it as well is to open yourself up and listen the ability to listen to spirit and the higher power because Sometimes if you're too busy in life and you're not paying attention and you don't want to listen to that inner voice, you might miss out some really good opportunity, amazing opportunities, sometimes even transformational, you know, like you'll transform your life. So the more I think we sit in silence, practice meditation, yoga, or whatever it is, walk in nature, eat healthy, that's the number one thing, drink clean water. And so you get in touch with yourself and really be open to these messages, because once we connect to the message, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, we have messages all the time. It's just the, are we able to connect to them or not? That's kind of the, and so every day we can do things to connect to the light or disconnect. It's a choice. So I'm going to ask you guys a very kind of loaded question. And again, this could be like a 10 hour podcast, but I want you guys to, to just think about it for a moment. Um, or just what you want to share what is uh both of you what is your spiritual practice nowadays so like lisa what's your spiritual practice and Lori, what's your spiritual practice nowadays what does that encompass in your life (laughs) well this is lisa and for um you know most days it's um trying to meditate you know first thing when i get up and then as our busy schedules take over it's can i do yoga this morning can i do 
um, you know, T25 exercise program, you know, how do I get my green drink in? Is it now or do I pack it and, and bring it to the office? So I try to incorporate um, as many healthy things as I can. And, you know, the more I walk in that balance, the more productive and the more I can help to raise consciousness. And the days that, you know, maybe I only get a meditation in and I don't get to do my workout, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've tried to, this year my, my theme is live in the gray instead of the black and the white because that gives me a, a, you know, a little bit more freedom to be less stressed about, okay, you know, I, I didn't fit every single thing in today that I wanted to, you know, it was like, but look at all the great things that I did do. You know, I meditated, I had a green drink, I was nice to people. So, you know, I'm trying to have that as part of my spiritual practices that, to be okay and be present with what is. That's super important. I teach that to my students because you, if you don't love yourself, you can't love others. So exactly. it begins here. You love and compassion and whatever, that begins with our own self. And you have to love everything about yourself. I tell my students, even when you're practicing yoga, if you fall out of the pose, fall gracefully. You know, come back into a great, just have love. Make your practice almost, your practice a body prayer when you're doing your practice of yoga asana or whatever. You That's know. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I yours. I keep reminding myself that and, yes. and my yoga classes. <laughs> and, and I also play didgeridoo and oh, a variety yeah. of instruments. So incorporating um, and you, music. And you in. do workshops with that. Yeah. I teach uh, didgeridoo classes. And Lori and I are in a kirtan group um, locally, Blue Lotus Feet, which is really fun. So we do that once a month. And um, we also do some meditations and incorporate energy work with it so so lots of of fun fun things like that are incorporated in our spiritual practice and can share with your community too totally that's so cool so lisa and i complement each other you know we're actually we're very different we kind of balance each other (laughs) out where we've been together june will be uh, our 21st anniversary And um, Lisa's more the doer, and I'm more the beer. (laughs) And so for me, um, the the major spiritual influence in my life over the last 25 years has been Reiki. Um, I've been teaching Reiki for over 25 years, and so that's really been the mainstay of my practice is, you know, doing myself healings. And um, I also meditate and do distance healings and I just I just love to teach you know and it's uh, teaching Reiki is something that requires you to be in the moment Um, and so you know and that's really how I use my Reiki practice as well you know it's not it's not just about um, working with somebody one-on-one and doing a a hands-on healing that that's obviously part of it but for me it's also been a lot of self-reflection um, because as, as you know, Reiki is something that is meant to be practiced without ego. Mm-hmm. So a lot of self-reflection on when my own ego or personality becomes involved and in, in not just in a Reiki situation, but, but in life in general and, you know, as a publisher of Epic and, you know, so that's, that's kind of how I try to live my life. When you, I have some questions for you about Reiki. <laughs> When you are doing um, healing, whether it's in person or, or long distance, you're you know you're working with healing someone. Um, do you feel that it comes back to you in the session, the healing? Well, um, 
I guess come it comes back. I feel like it never leaves me. I mean, me, do you actually. feel energized or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because I think no matter what, whether you're doing hands on or distance, the the energy comes through you first. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, you know, when somebody has the awareness that they're doing Reiki, it's kind of like that energy is everywhere, all around you and inside of you. And for me, that that stays, you know, it, it stays throughout a distance healing. I don't feel like, um, that there's sort of a beginning, a middle and an end. I mean, there, there is to my actual hands-on practice or distance healing, but I think that as people grow with Reiki, there's a recognition that you are always connected to that life force energy and that it is limitless and there's nowhere that this energy is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when people, you know, the longer they practice and mature in their practice, it becomes just a way of being mm-hmm. rather than thinking of it like when I'm doing a session, it's flowing. And when I'm not doing a session, it's not flowing. Wow, really that's such becomes. a beautiful way. I had never heard it that way. That's really pretty. That's beautiful. Yeah, and it's kind of, you end up radiating the energy. It kind of becomes your whole way of being. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you walk into a room or walk into a public place, as long as you have the awareness that mm-hmm. the energy is there and flowing, um, you can really see, like, the shifts and changes in the people around you. You should, you should try an experiment. Just walk down the street and have the intention of radiating the energy and you'll see people smile at you more. And they may not know. We can all do that, (laughs) by the way, the listeners too. Exactly. I'll try that. Um, For somebody who has, who's not familiar with Reiki, what would, how would you, if they say, what is Reiki? How, how, what would you say? Some, some listeners might not know, you know. Well, um, it, it is uh, an energy modality, um, but it, it is far more than that. It's also a spiritual practice if people choose to use it that way. Um, the, the literal definition of Reiki is universal life force. You know, mm-hmm. it's a Japanese word uh, made of two Japanese kanji. But um, to me, it's, it is access to the energy that created us the energy that animates us and the energy that determines the state of our health. Um, And so, and And you're saying that we all have access to it. Every being on the planet. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's everywhere all the time. And when somebody becomes initiated as a practitioner, they receive something called an attunement. Um, And that attunement process all it really does is open somebody up a little more to make them a clearer channel for the energy. Mm-hmm. But obviously that energy is around us um, and in us and we're made of it um, all of the time. And to me, it's like, it is the, it's source energy. It's, it's, it's access to the highest vibrational frequency that we can possibly access here on earth. Um, and I think everybody could benefit from it. <laughs> um, and I would love to see, you know, um, I'd love to see more people attuned. And yeah. And, you know, for people who um, might not be able to have access to it for, you know, monetary reasons or um, just simple, you know, can't get to where there's teachers, I would really like to see 
something. I've had an idea for a few years now called the Four Corners Reiki Project um, and getting teachers together to to help facilitate that with this vision of having a healer in every home. Wow, that would be world transformational. I love that. That would bring so much more peace into the world. Um, I love Reiki. I just started, um, I just had my first few attunements about a couple of months ago. So I'm very new to it, but I'm super loving it. I mean, I cannot, I'm going to a Reiki training this coming week, and I want to train with you too. <laughs> you know, we'll coordinate schedules, but I'll come, I'll come back for that. And that, that sounds amazing. I just, I love Reiki. I, I think, I've, yeah, it's been just a little that I've been training. It's just trans already leap my practice into a whole nother level yeah and to me really and the basis of the basis of it for me and the reason I continue to teach is uh it really is that introduction into helping people understand that we are vibrational beings in a vibrational universe and that we need to take responsibility for our own energy field mm -hmm. yes very helpful. Uh, I'm a Reiki master too, and oh. I use it in you know my sound sound work. Um, using the symbols, you can you know send them through the didgeridoo or different waves of frequency. So um, I'm on board. It's just a magnificent modality that everybody should have access and exposure to. Yes, agreed. So if you guys had um, uh, an adv an advice right now for somebody who wants to um, you know, get deeper into their spiritual practice or what can I do to help the planet? That's my question. What can I do to help planet Earth in this state of evolution to bring more peace, more awareness? So where is like a couple of things you guys would recommend for us? <laughs> I think it's just, you know, it's always about uh, it's starting with us, you know, so just um, even taking one minute a day, you know, start out slow. It's like, don't, you know, you don't have to run before you walk. Um, it's very exciting, I think, for people to open to the idea of we are spiritual beings. Um, you know, we are made of energy and we still have this physical body temple and it's, you know, this lovely container for our spiritual beings. But, um, you know, People can find a book that resonates with them and just have some mindful time that way. Or is like there I a said, book you recommend, like for someone um, right now, if they you want? You know, Power of Now, of course, is is a classic Love at that. this point. You know, Eckhart mm -hmm. Tolle, but it's um it's an amazing book, and I think um it it can be very eye opening, and people may sometimes it's a little bit too much at the beginning, you know, but you can just reread it um, a few times and it, it's very eloquent uh, in the way he explains um, being present and, and being here with the, the present moment. But um, I, again, I just, I would say to people, you know, you don't have to sit on a mountain and, and hold your fingers and ohm to do a meditation, find something that you love to do and focus that time and that e effort you know, whether it's running, running can be a meditation, mm -hmm. walking, you know, um, we recently got a puppy, you know, it's mm -hmm. like spending present moment puppy love, you know, even yeah. if it's just for a minute, um, find something that you love to do and be mindful with it, you know, it could be doing the dishes, you know, people wash the dishes and they're throwing them all over the place or whatever it is. It's like just being mindful in whatever process you're doing. And you said before how, you know, we, 
have an opportunity to listen to spirit all the time even it's just that you know just take one moment breathe and listen to what's the message for you for that day um and Mm -hmm. as we keep tuning in slowly and slowly i think you know we have the ability to expand our listening capability and the way we can um receive resonance from other people and messages from the universe to improve our lives i love that thank you I I agree with everything that Lisa said and I think it's important for people to get that there's there's no one way that works for everybody um and that you know I've come across so many people who say oh I can't meditate well you know <laughs> that's fine <laughs> um but but it I agree 100% that we have to start with ourselves you know, and um, I think when people get to a certain level of consciousness, it really sparks that desire for um, inner knowledge. But it's really about having a practice. I mean, there's so many different things that people could do. Um, and you don't have to be doing 15 different things. You don't have to be doing yoga and meditation and energy work and sound healing. Yeah, because it can be a lot. It can become a lot. And then some people might just go, well, I don't have time for all of that. So. Right. And it's, so it's really about picking the thing that resonates with you and actually doing it. So it's about committing yourself to a practice. And to me, it doesn't even really matter which practice you choose. Yeah. Like if you want to chant Kirtan, for example, exactly, that's a beautiful exactly. one. Yeah, you know, f- mm-hmm. for for me, my major influence has been Reiki, but, you know, I don't believe that it's like, oh, everybody has to take Reiki in order to get to a place where they're, you know, raising their vibration and frequency and raising their level of consciousness. I mean, there's there's so many things people can do. But I think in Western culture, we're <laughs> we have a little bit of ADD. We kind of you know, we're kind of always looking for the newest thing and the best thing mm-hmm. and, you know, the 2.0 and the 3.0. Um, and I think that affects how people seek spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, that, that there's almost, um, because we're in the West and we're in such a consumeristic society, I think that that kind of comes into people's spirituality you know and um so there's some scatteredness yeah and so it's really about authenticity Mm -hmm. you know um you know it's it's not about having the latest and the greatest and all the bells and whistles it's it's about you know picking something that really makes you want to practice and it feels authentic to you yeah and stick my my advice would be stick with it for at least a little while in your life and see how and see the changes but in yoga we have a word called tapas which a lot of times trans it's not the exact translation but it could be seen as discipline you know and discipline comes the word is from disciple so it's that idea of getting up every day and doing what you know do it just do it like that's super important to have some discipline in your life and spirituality too. And I, and I think, you know, there's something for everybody and you'll find it. So if you, you know, try Qigong and you're like, oh, I, I really liked it, but I can't remember all the moves. And, you know, so then it's a lovely practice, but maybe that's not the right one for you. You know, try yoga, try shamanism, try, you yeah. know, there's so many ways, you know, as, um, I love the, the quote, one river, many wells. I use that quote in my training. Awesome. That is funny. And uh, it's one of my favorite quotes, too. And, and I know there's a book out there titled The Same. And um, I just think, you know, is it the, um, the amount of 
items we have for food you know it's like some people love whatever type of fruit they like and somebody likes a different type of vegetable you know so it's like try all these wonderful disciplines that are out there and you will find something that as Lori said oh people say oh, i can't meditate you know well try meditation with um you know a candle try meditation with sound try you know there's a, a whole variety of different ways and everybody will find something that's unique to them that really resonates and they'll be able to tell, um, you know, almost instantaneously that, wow, this just makes me feel better. You know, I don't know that we necessarily have to always have all the um, right things to say, you know, like, oh, I'm feeling enlightened or, or any of these kinds of things. I think, you know, spirituality is innate and we do have a language that, that goes with it because we've, we've created that. But I think that everybody is spiritual and they need to just, you know, be open to knowing that they are and once they're open to it those methods of how they express it and how they feel better in their life will will come to them more easily that's beautiful <laughs> both of you are so inspiring um your magazine is so inspired thank you so much for doing this with me today i hope i can come back and we can do other topics because there's so much to to talk about with both of you it's like could be hours and hours awesome. um Thank you. But I wanted to, let me see. Oh, we're good. Okay. We have a little more time. I wanted to ask you guys, okay, back to the magazine, just some logistics. Cause I know people will want to know, especially more by now. Um, there was something that I was looking into about the tribe, the Epic tribe. And you said, I can even be a member of anybody, no matter where we live, right? Doesn't, you don't have to live in Durango. Can right. you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So having the print magazine is fantastic. And like we said, it has a hyper-local focus and people that come into town, you know, they pick it up and take it back to their own town, but we wanted to find a way, um, you know, we see our, our readers, our contributors, our advertisers all as part of the tribe. And so we developed another website. It's called epictribe.org. And everybody, no matter where you live across the globe, um, has the ability to go on there and get a, a free listing for your business. Um, and then there's a couple other uh, membership opportunities if you want to educate people more about who you are. Like you um, can contribute with blogs videos, and articles, whatever, events, videos. Yeah, all okay. those kinds of things. And then people search when they come into a particular community. If they search yoga and, and they put New Orleans, then yeah. you know, they can find out where you are and, and what services you provide and all, all of those things. And we're trying to tie that whole community together. There's also um, a um, community um, like chat room on there. Uh, so that if they're in another city, um, they can talk to each other and say, hey, I'm coming into Durango. Where would I do a, a workshop at? You know, like we've reached out to each other. Oh, I'm coming to New Orleans. Where, where can I do this? And so the, the hope and the goal is to connect the tribe everywhere so that, you know, we can, we can go somewhere else and, and be with like-minded individuals, maybe do workshops together, raise consciousness together, um, uh, one thing I hear, you know, a lot from people that travel to do workshops are, well, I, I went this place and it was awesome and I met lots of cool people, but when I came back, I didn't have much money because I spent all of my money that I made on the workshop on housing. So if we can connect everybody mm. in these different communities, then maybe they can share resources to keep costs low and to keep raising consciousness and, and those kinds of things. So, so yeah, we, we would love if people, you know, visit epictribe.org and and just, you know, sign up for their free listing and see what there is on there uh, available to connect with each other. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Um, 
and just so everybody know, you also can advertise on the magazine itself. You can, if you want to have your business there, there's an opportunity for that as well, right? Yeah, people can advertise if they're looking to advertise to our local Durango community and, and surrounding areas. Um, they can contact us through um, epicmag.org. And we just created a, a licensing model. We wanted to create something I like to call uh, occupation instead of occupation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people would like to publish Epic in their own community, um, we have a way now for them to do that. And we will train them and they can become an Epic publisher. That, that would be amazing. I think every every community should have it. That would be awesome. Yeah. It's, it's you know, we, we knew that we couldn't run around to every community and start this magazine mm-hmm. and raise consciousness, but we know that we can take our experience and our platform and our brand and help other people create, you know, a job that they're passionate about, connecting their community um, and, and helping to raise consciousness. Okay, I love that. Did you have anything? (laughs) So, um, okay, and I want to let everyone know as well that if you do want to subscribe, even if you don't live in Durango or in Colorado, um, you can't like myself. You just go on the website and you just go in their subscriptions. You can subscribe to it for the year, and, like, I do that. And so I get the magazines at my house in New Orleans every whenever they are published every couple of months. So that's awesome. And... um, before I let you guys go, the puppy is so cute. <laughs> I had to bring the puppy up. What is the puppy's name? His name is Levi Augustus. Oh my God. And yeah, there's an one. awesome uh, rescue here called Lisa Parker's Puppies. And um, they had a dog that they rescued, and she was pregnant, and she had 10 puppies. So he has nine siblings, and they're uh, part coonhound, part german shepherd and and mix and just a lovely little being who's going to be one of our spiritual teachers yes (laughs) um this podcast is a huge animal lover i rescued a horse he's a thoroughbred he's an ex-race horse i have uh three dogs and two cats (laughs) all of which almost everyone's a rescue except for one my i have one little chihuahua that's 13 she's been with me my whole life but all the other ones were rescues. I mean, my other chihuahua was about to be put to sleep for b- better lack of a word because I don't like that word. And uh, but yeah, I took him out. Uh, he was unadoptable, and because he he bites, and now he doesn't bite anymore. He's awesome. full of love. So um, yeah, I think everybody should think about rescuing. Animals are amazing. We learn so much from them every day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Well, thank you so much for having me. Is there anything else you guys want everyone to know? Or I think we covered the magazine or anything else, Lauren? That's nothing I can think of. Thank you for having us. Oh, my God. We're so grateful for this opportunity. I'm I'm so grateful to have you all. Thank you. All right. We'll have a... I look forward to seeing you in Durango. Yes. And and I want to do... Coming to see the yoga chalet when we we, uh, come down to New Orleans. Definitely. And then maybe I can come teach here at some point, too. And I want to do Reiki and Reiki in the everything drums did you class did you class okay well have a wonderful day thanks everyone for listening um have a great day thank you Bye.